Once upon a midnight dreary, while I pondered weak and weary, over a quaint and curious volume of forgotten lore, while I nodded nearly napping, suddenly there came a tapping, as of someone gently rapping, rapping at my chamber door. Tis some visitor, I muttered, tapping at my chamber door, only this and nothing more. Ah, distinctly I remember it was in the black December, and that each separate dying ember wrought its ghost upon the floor. Eagerly I wished to the morrow, vainly I had sought to borrow from my books surcease of sorrow, sorrows from the lost, for the lost Lenore, for the rare and radiant maiden whom the angels called Lenore, nameless here forevermore. And the silken sad, uncertain rustling of each purple curtain thrilled me, filled me with fantastic terrors never felt before. So then now, to still the beating of my heart, I stood repeating to some visitor entreating entrance at my chamber door. Some late visitor entreating entrance at my chamber door. This is, this it is, and nothing more. Presently my soul grew stronger, hesitating then no longer. Sir, and I said, or madam, truly your forgiveness I implore. But the fact is, I was napping, so gently you were rapping, and so faintly you came tapping, tapping at my chamber door. That I scarce was sure I heard you. Here I opened the door, darkness there, and nothing more. Deep into the darkness peering, long I stood there, wandering, fearing, doubting, dreaming dreams no mortal ever heard to dream before. But the silence was broken, and the stillness gave no token, and the only word there spoken was the whispered word, Lenore. Then I, this I whispered, and an echo murmured back the word Lenore. Merely this and nothing more. Back into the chamber I turned, all my soul within me burned. Soon again I heard a tapping, something louder than before. Surely, said I, surely this is something that my that my window latest. Oh, let me see then that um, three heat is in this mystery explore. Let my heart be still a moment in this mystery explore. Tis the wind and nothing more. Open here I flung the shutter when with many a flirt and flutter it is um, in there stepped a stately raven of the saintly days of yore. 
not the least obeisance made, he um, not a minute stopped or stayed he, but with mane of lord or lady perched upon my chamber door, perched upon a bust of palace just above my chamber door, perched and sat and nothing more. Then this ebony bird beguiling my sad fancy into smiling, but the grave and stern decorum of the countenance it wore. Though my crest be shorn and shaven, thou, I said, art, art sure no craven, ghastly, grim, and ancient raven, wandering from the nightly shore. Tell me what thy lordly name is on the night's Plutonian shore, quoth the raven, nevermore. Much I marveled this ungainly fowl to fear discourse so plainly, though its answer little meaning, little relevancy bore. For we cannot help agreeing that no living human being ever yet was blessed with seeing bird above his chamber door. Bird or beast upon the sculpted and bust above his chamber door, which such name as nevermore. But the raven sitting lonely at the um, bust spoke only that one word as if his soul in that one word he did outpour. Nothing farther than he uttered, not a feather than he fluttered, till I scarcely more than muttered, other friends have flown before. On the morrow he will leave me, and my hopes have flown before. And the bird said, nevermore. Startled at the stillness broken by the reply of an aptly spoken, doubtless said I, what it utters is only stock in store, caught from some unhappy master, from un whom unmerciful disaster followed fast and followed faster, till a song one burden bore, till the dirges of his hope and melancholy burden bore of never, never more. But the raven still beguiling all my fancy into smiling straight i wheeled a cushioned seat in front of bird and bust and door then upon the velvet sinking i betook myself to linking fancy unto fancy thinking what this ominous bird of yore what this germ ungainly, ghastly, gaunt, and ominous bird of yore meant in croaking nevermore. This I sat engaged in guessing, but no syllable expressing to the fowl whose fiery eyes now burned into my bosom's core. This and I, more I sat divining 
with my head at ease reclining on the cushion's velvet lining that the lamplight gloated o'er. But whose velvet violet lining with the lamplight gloating o'er she shall press, ah, nevermore. Then methought the air grew denser, the perfumed from an uneased censer, swung by seraphim, from footfalls tinkled in the tuft floor. Wretch, I cried, thy God hath lent thee, by these angels he hath sent thee. Respite, respite, nymph, and thy memories of Lenore. Quaff, of, oh quaff, this kind of nempeth, and forget thy lost Lenore, quoth the raven, nevermore. Prophet, said I, thing of evil, prophet still, if bird or devil, um, whether tempter sent, or whether tempest toss thee here ashore, desolate yet all undaunted, on this des desert land enchanted, on this home by horror haunted, let me truly, I implore. Is there, is there, balm in Gilead? Tell me, tell me, I implore. Quoth the raven, nevermore. Prophet, said I, thing of evil, prophet still, if bird or devil, by heaven that bends above us, by that God we doth adore, tell this soul with sorrow laden, if within distant Adon, if um, it still clasp a sainted maiden whose angel's name Lenore. Clasp a rare and radiant maiden whom the angels name Lenore. Quoth the raven, nevermore. Be that word our sign of parting. Bird or fiend, I shrieked, upstarting. Get thee back into the tempest of the night plutonian shore. Leave no black plume at the token of thy, and that lie thy soul hath spoken. Leave my loneliness unbroken. Quit the bust above my door. Take my, take thy beak out of my heart, and take thy form from my door, quoth the raven, nevermore. And the raven never flitting, still is sitting, still sitting, on the pulled bust of Pallas, just above my chamber door. And his eyes have all the seeming of a demon's that is dreaming. And the lamplight o'er him streaming throws his shadow on the floor. And my soul from out that shadow 
that lies floating on the floor shall be lifted nevermore. Good day to you guys. This is Zachary Kameen, the Curious Christian. And today, <coughs> if you didn't notice, we're going to talk about uh, an American poet, American poem, called, um, written by Edgar Allan Poe. He was one of America's um, greatest writers of horror and mystery fiction. And Poe is obviously an innovative poet. He's my favorite poet. And uh, his... He... I, I've said to people before that Edgar Allan Poe is like a brochure of the West without God. <clears throat> or the secular America. If or Edgar Allan Poe was accused of being an atheist, though he claimed that he was not. Uh, but uh, he certainly wrestled with the idea of God. And so his agnosticism comes into his poetry and he recognizes in all of his, almost all of his poetry that I've read uh, the nihilism of agnosticism the nihilism of atheism and so in this poem he recognizes uh, in sorrow in grief in sadness in the loss of a loved one he recognizes that there is no hope when there is no God. All right, that's that's almost the main premise, if not the only premise of the Raven, is no God, no hope, and he expresses that very, uh, very concisely in his discussions with this Raven that comes into his house, and I think everybody either has or will experience a bird coming into their house and trying to get them out of the house and whatnot. But I, and so it's easy to bring your mind to uh, such a poem as The Raven because you don't have to, people don't necessarily have to imagine a bird being inside of a house. Uh, they just have to remember a bird being in their house. They have to imagine it being a raven just a very dark and, in one sense, a very beautiful royal bird in one sense. It's a very lovely looking bird. A very a creepy looking bird because of its beauty. Uh, a very a very shiny black feather patched uh, bird. And uh, 
when dealing with the philosophy of the 1800s, uh, you have to remember the 1800s is the century of skepticism greatly. Uh, it was also the century of great missionary endeavors. A lot of churches were sending out really good missionaries to go all over the world to uh, preach the gospel to people all over. Uh, the problem was, in one sense, that because of doing that, sending the best out, uh, there wasn't the best in to be able to uh, bring comfort to men like uh, like Edgar Allan Poe. And so you have a lot of skeptics who remain skeptics because there weren't these brilliant minds to help combat them, uh, courageous men to preach to them. Uh, when, when you're getting pastoral advice from a raven, that shows that there's only there that, that pastors are uh, few and far between by this time. Uh, he is obviously living by the shore of the ocean, the Atlantic Ocean. And it must be uh, pointed out that much of our life when we have a double mind where we have a cynical mind when we have a skeptical mind towards the things of God we find ourselves very simply falling into the trap of cynicism and deep, deep sorrow a sorrow that you cannot get yourself out of. And this is expressed by Edgar Allan Poe, who very poignantly says that his sorrows will not be lifted evermore. And this is a sad, sad thing. That there is no, that he does not see any hope left in his life. So, I'm doing this recording the Saturday before Christmas. And the reason why I'm doing it the Saturday before Christmas is I'm hoping that the people who listen to this who are struggling with sorrow who are struggling with depression with the considerations of suicide and the loss of loved ones perhaps even by suicide this is where you're at right now. It is hard to see whilst you're in the midst of grieving. You're in the desert of grief. It is hard to see the balm of Gilead. 
It is hard to see Jesus in the desert. It is hard to keep your way in the midst of this darkness. And without God, if there is no God, if there are no angels, if there only be your mind and the matter around you, then let the raven echo in your mind nevermore. When you wonder whether you'll be happy, then you'll hear the raven cry nevermore. If you let the raven be your only counselor during this time, then all you'll hear is nevermore. But if thou wouldst look to the Son of God, if you would look upon the Lord Jesus Christ, then you may say with the angels forevermore. <laughs> Is there a bomb in Gilead? Quoth the angels forevermore. Do you know my loved one? Quoth the angels forevermore. Do you know whether there is hope? Quoth the angels forevermore. When you ask for spiritual guidance from a serpentine raven to whom is no better than the serpent that tempted Eve in Eden, you should not expect more than the words of this raven, nevermore. But look upon the Lord, to whom is joy forevermore, and you will find hope in sadness from this time forth and forevermore. Man, I wish that was was to meet uh, Edgar Allan Poe. Uh, and I'd be a hypocrite then if I didn't want to meet uh, modern poets. Uh, my, but I'm not. It's it's difficult to seek after anybody, in one sense, and and obviously it's not in another, but. My hope is in my life and in this podcast that I will bring you hope, you who listen, that I can bring you hope for tomorrow on when you're struggling with, with the thoughts of tomorrow, with the thoughts of today. My hope is that uh, these podcasts will make life a little bit easier, make you think a little bit more, and bring a little bit more joy into your life. Uh, 
thank you so much for uh, the listening of uh, this episode. Uh, And I do appreciate it. I hope you'll share it, uh, especially to those to whom you uh, suspect to be in a dark place who is uh, whose house is experiencing turmoil right now who seems to be in a uh, in a storm in a gale as it were and if anybody needs to uh, talk if anybody needs to uh get directions to a church, get some information for from a church. Uh, one, uh, I would get yourself to a church right away, uh, like the next Sunday that you can. If not, just go to a church that's open uh, and talk to a pastor right away. Because you should not listen to the raven when your soul is saying, nevermore. You don't need the raven to echo you. Talk to a pastor who will contradict you and say forevermore. God bless you guys. Take care. Enjoy your Christmas. Enjoy your New Year's celebration. Uh, Drink lots and lots of uh, celebratory uh, drink. Uh, drink wine, drink whiskey, drink eggnog with whiskey, uh, eat food, good food, really, 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 really good food, and enjoy the celebration of our risen Lord, the birth of him uh, by his mother Mary, so that And then one day, if we haven't met already, we will certainly meet on the other side of the shore from this time forth and forevermore.